from insurance business. Here's your weekly global news roundup for November 28th to December 2nd, 2022. I'm Steve Randall. Despite increased loss activity in the third quarter, global reinsurers' combined ratios remained strong in the first nine months of 2022, according to a new report from Gallagher Re. The average combined ratio of 96.9% was supported by double-digit premium growth, lower natural catastrophe loss activity and a reduced expense ratio. Year-on-year premium growth averaged 13% at 9M 2022, driven by improved pricing for commercial lines and reinsurance business. However, realised and unrealised losses on equity and alternative investment assets drove a lagging return on investment of 7.5% in the nine months compared to 12.4% in the same period of 2021. Shareholders' equity fell by 28%, spurred largely by a rise in interest rates which drove down market values of bonds and equities held by global reinsurers. Higher ESG ratings lead to better underwriting performance according to a new study from international insurance broker Howden and specialty insurer Fidelis. The report scrutinised loss ratios across 30,000 policies, accounting for a premium value of about $9 billion US dollars, matching them to third-party ESG ratings. It's the largest study ever conducted to establish a link between these factors. The analysis found that environmental ratings have the strongest correlation with loss ratios. However, there is variation across lines of business and industries. Of the lines of business examined in the report, property insurance showed the strongest correlation between higher ESG scores and better loss experience. Global broker WTW has announced the launch of a new research programme focused on the key drivers of geopolitical risk and what businesses can do to manage these threats. The programme is coordinated by the WTW Research Network. In the wake of COVID-19, rapidly changing political, economic and social factors are challenging established international systems, the firm said. The research programme will explore the changing relationship between the US and China and its impacts on the international supply chain, trade blocks and international institutions, as well as other important geopolitical issues. The programme will also consider how grey zone aggression and cyber threats are becoming more commonly used strategies for achieving geopolitical objectives, as well as the political ramifications of climate change. A new special report from AM Best has found that the US P&C industry recorded a $24.3 billion net underwriting loss in the first nine months of 2022. That's down $17.9 billion from the prior year period, as an 8.4% growth in net earned premiums and a 22.3% decline in policyholder dividends were offset by a 14% increase in incurred losses and loss adjustment expenses, as well as a 6.5% increase in other underwriting expenses. It was also noted that the personal lines segment, specifically auto lines, was mainly responsible for the decline in underwriting results. In September, AM Best revised its market segment outlook on the US personal auto insurance market from stable to negative. It cited a significant deterioration in carriers' results as of the second quarter, which was driven by continuing inflationary pressures and issues with rate adequacy. AM Best said that personal lines losses and Hurricane Ian's impact during the nine-month period caused the PNC industry's combined ratio to deteriorate to 102.8. The credit rating agency estimated that catastrophic losses comprised seven points on the 9M 2022 combined ratio, down from an estimated 8.2 points in the same period of 2021. It was also found that the decline in pre-tax operating income was mitigated to 19.3% as a $10.8 billion cash and treasury distribution to Columbia Insurance Company 
company earlier in the year boosted net investment income for the industry by 29.8%. Tax expense slid down 54.2% and realised capital gains dropped 67.5%, leaving the industry's net income to drop 26.3% to $29.1 billion. AM Best stated that the industry surplus declined 11% from the end of 2021 to $919.6 billion. Looking after your workforce has never been more important with the pandemic and high levels of employment in many economies putting pressure on employers to show their people that they take their well-being seriously. IB Talk in New Zealand recently spoke to Rebecca Blair, Business Development Manager at Health Insurer NIB, who have published a new workplace well-being survey. She shared how NIB is leading by example. Our employees, in terms of us working at NIB, um, we're really lucky. So we get facilities like Clearhead, um, who we partner with, which is a digital health and wellbeing or mental health app. Um, And they even go on extension further and fund psychologist appointments for us. I actually have one booked on Monday. Um, So really, really lucky to be able to get access to that. Um, We have a thing called Life at NIB, and that's all about flexible working. Um, We get support in terms of ergonomic packages, um, really comprehensive benefits like funded life income and health insurance to really relieve that pressure from a financial perspective Um, and also a meditation app so yeah we're really lucky but I guess how we support businesses look after their employees as well is something that I'm really passionate about and an area that I work in every day Um, and I could sit here and talk about benefits of group health insurance but it's actually the clinical approach that we take to health and well-being. Um, A lot of health conditions that can end up chronic are completely preventable um, but we have a range of health management programs that we provide to our members which are really focused on intervening early. So an example is a member who came to us to get a pre-approval for a knee surgery Um, And our customer care consultant referred him into one of our wellness coaches and said, hey, I think we should put um, this member on our Healthy Joints program. And at the end of that, he actually didn't need to get knee surgery anymore. It really shows that I guess surgery should be the last option rather than the first. Um, And that's just one example of how we can really, I guess, support our members and empower them to take a really proactive approach to themselves and their well-being. You can hear that interview in full and more from IB Talk on our usual podcast channels. News of a couple of acquisitions from around the insurance business regions. In Canada, Desjardins Group has entered into a definitive agreement with Guardian Capital Group Limited to buy Guardian's life insurance mutual fund and investment distribution networks for $750 million. The transaction will accelerate Desjardins' growth across Canada and will include the IDC World Source Insurance Network, one of the largest life insurance managing general agencies in Canada, World Source Financial Management, a mutual fund dealer, and World Source Securities, a full service investment dealer. Combined, the three acquired companies serve more than 5,000 independent advisors in the Canadian insurance and financial advice markets. Desjardins has committed to maintaining the independence of advisors and intends to retain the management and employees of the three firms. It plans to run the three companies as standalone entities. Meanwhile, in the UK, Brown & Brown-owned Global Risk Partners has acquired C.C. Flint & Company, Flint Insurance, its biggest acquisition since becoming Brown & Brown's operating unit in July 2022. Founded in 1982, Flint Insurance is a well-established, highly successful commercial insurance broker headquartered in Kent. It specialises in commercial business, motor fleet and private client insurance. 
Among the hires this week, global insurance broker Marsh has announced the appointment of Paul Knowles as global head of the private equity and M&A practice for Marsh Specialty, effective January 1st. Knowles is currently the head of Marsh Specialty for Continental Europe. In his new role, he'll report to Lucy Clark, president of Marsh Specialty and Global Placement, and will relocate from London to New York. And Liberty Mutual Insurance has announced the appointment of Maria Grace to the newly created position of global product leader, Property. Grace will assume the role effective January 3rd. She'll report to Matthew Moore, president of underwriting for Global Risk Solutions. In her new role, Grace will be responsible for the profit and loss of property. She'll also set global product strategy, monitor portfolio performance and work with the chief underwriting officer of each GRS business unit. These are just some of the global and regional stories covered by Insurance Business this week. For more, visit our website, insurancebusinessmag.com.